It's so, so incredibly great to be here with the AMS family. Make some noise if you are part of the family of God and the AMS ministry. Make some noise one time. So beautiful. The singing had me so fired up. I was, man, I was like, I hope I got some voice left. Man. Guys, it's so great to be in the presence of so many talented disciples, singers, dancers, actors, and that's just Michael Williamson right there. That's just Michael. <laughs> Guys, make some noise if you're a singer. Let's have my dancers make some noise. Let's have my actors make some noise. How about my content creators? Let's have the musicians make some noise. Let's have every sold out disciple of Jesus Christ make some noise. Amen, guys. Guys, let me say a prayer and we'll jump right into our lesson. Dear Heavenly Father, you are so awesome. You are so incredible, God. You are perfect in every way. God, it is an honor to be in your kingdom, God. We don't deserve anything, God, but we're so grateful that you love us and you've given us everything. Just to be in your kingdom, God, just to call you Father is a privilege, it's an honor, it's more than we could ever ask. I am so grateful to be amongst so many incredible men and women who have made the most incredible confession they could ever make, which is to say Jesus is Lord. God, it's an honor to be able to serve you and to serve in your kingdom, God. Be with us in this incredible AMS session, God. Speak through me with your Holy Spirit. Speak through every person who's coming up here to speak and be with us, God. Help us to have deep convictions about using everything that you've given us for your purposes, God. We love you, we thank you, and we pray all this in your name, amen. amen. Guys, today I wanna speak to the heart of every creative in this room. I wanna speak to, to the AMSers worldwide because I want us to have deep convictions about what our purpose in this ministry is all about. It's very simple. <laughs> It's giving glory to God. That's what it comes down to right there. Giving all the glory to God. You know, I love so much I, uh, Jim Carrey, actor Jim Carrey, comedian. He, uh, he opened up uh, at an award show and he came out and he said, hello, I'm two time Golden Globe winner, Jim Carrey. And then he said, you know, when I, when I go to sleep at night, I don't just go to sleep like any old person. I'm going to sleep as two-time Golden Globe winner, Jim Carrey. He said, when I have dreams at nighttime, I don't just have any old dreams. No, sir. I have dreams about being three-time Golden Globe winner, Jim Carrey. Now, it's so funny because he ends it and he says, because then I would be enough. Now, this is funny. What I love about Jim Carrey is he's constantly making light how serious celebrities take themselves. Celebrities sound like, you got some celebrities that are pretty down to earth, but you got a lot of celebrities, they are their own gods, right? And Jim Carrey, he's always trying to, to poke fun at that 
because he doesn't take himself that serious. So the whole statement he made, it was, it was really to make a joke of how serious all the people in that room just take themselves, right? And, and I love what he said there because I think this is a bold statement. He says, because then I would be enough. That statement should never be the heart of any person in this room. It should never be our heart. Celebrities, they're, they're constantly chasing a status. They're constantly chasing a title. If I could just win that award, I'll be Golden Globe winner, this actor. If I could just get a Grammy, if I could just get this, then, then I will be something special, right? But, but for us as disciples, God says we're enough, we're enough, amen? God says we're awesome. That's, that all we need is what God says. That's gotta be our heart. We gotta have deep convictions that the end game is not to achieve statuses. But for us, any status God gives us it's, it's an opportunity for more souls to be saved. Amen? I'm in the process right now of having my, my social media pages verified. But here's the thing. Amen. Amen. Right? Before I was verified, I was justified. If, 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 if my goal was just verification, it, my motives are wrong. See, for me, when I look at that, I see access. That's got to be our heart. Anything that God is trying to do, that's access to what we could be doing for God. Amen? If it's not going to give me more access to reach more souls, I don't want it. I don't care about it. Way before I was on famous birthdays, God gave me my birthday. God created me. Everything I do is all about giving God glory. Every good and perfect gift is from where? It's from above. Who am I to take what God is trying to give me and use it for my own glory? Who am I to take what God is trying to give me and, and, and let it lead me away from God? Right? I want y'all to say this with me. It's for God's glory. If he opens up doors in my singing career, it's for God's glory. If he allows me to act full time, it's for God's glory. If he grows my social media presence, it's for God's glory. Everything we do is for God's glory. That's got to be our heart. I've got a, a, our first point for us is a spirit to make God's name great. The title of this charge is to create and step with the spirit. And our first point here is a spirit to make God's name great. There was a movie years ago that came out entitled Troy. How many people have seen that movie right there? We've seen Troy, right? Now in the, in the movie, we see this great Trojan war. And, and the film begins as two princes, Troy, they're visiting the, the king of Sparta. And after a shaky pass, they're finally at this place where they're ready to make peace with one another. But during the visit, the wife of the king, known as Helen of Sparta, she began to have an affair with Paris, one of the princes of Troy. Helen was said to have been the most beautiful woman in the world. She looked a lot like my wife right there, amen? She decides to run off with Paris. And, and once the king of Sparta finds out he, he convinces his brother to, to join him, to lead this expedition to get her back. Now, this leads to the beginning of a 10-year war. 
Now, the thing is, the film gets really interesting when we're introduced to this character by the name of Achilles, because Achilles, who's played by Brad Pitt, uh, he's known as the greatest of all the Greek warriors. And for him, Achilles, he has absolutely no reason to be in this war right here. He has absolutely no reason. But once he realizes that this war was going to be the war of wars, he said, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to join. Because he realizes this war is going to be talked about for centuries. So he says, I want to join because Achilles wanted his name to be great. He wanted for years and for centuries for you to always remember the name Achilles. He was willing to invest his life to make his name great. And I think much like Achilles, we're living in the same time where so many people want to make their name great. On TikTok, the hashtag make me famous has brought in over 42 billion views. Make me famous. If you Google how to become famous, you'll see site after site of people offering advice on how to go about it. You hear many, many songs about it. There was a song years ago by the Google Dolls, and it was called Iris. This is a Grammy-nominated song, and it went number one in many, many countries. But the most memorable part of the song is the chorus where he says, I want you to know who I am. That's the heart of so many people right now. I want you to know me. I want you to know my name. I want to protect my name. It was so funny. We had a, uh, a popular TV personality come over our house. And uh, across the street was one of her biggest fans. And uh, she called and she's, hey, can I, can I just come over? Can I meet her? And, and, and we, tell the, we, we tell the lady and uh, she, says, uh, she says, yeah, no. No, I don't want to meet them. I don't want to ruin what they think of me. I don't want to say something or do something that's going to take away how great they think she is. No, I don't want to meet them. And I said, wow, that is crazy. But that's the heart of so many people. They want their name to be so great, right? You, you look at some of these things, the Will Smith slap. Oh my goodness. I couldn't even sleep that night. This is someone I grew up to Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. It feels like an uncle to me, right? I grew up through the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I was disturbed by, by what he did. But, but what was he doing? He was trying to, to, to protect his name. The internet was, going, was speaking crazy about him after the red table talk that he had with his wife. And everybody's just speaking, oh, man, Jada runs him, this, this, and this. So he said, okay, here's an opportunity for me to get my name back. Then they're all going to look at me and think, wow, look what I did, when in actuality it was the opposite. Everyone was disturbed, like, Will, what are you doing? But this is the heart of so many people that, that they want to make their name great. As I mentioned, Achilles was invested to the point of death to, to, to making his name great. The question is, how invested are we into making God's name great? How, how, how deep of a conviction do we have about making God's name great? That's our first point, making God's name great. Let's turn to Genesis chapter 11. Genesis chapter 11, and we're going to start at verse 1 here. When you get there, say amen. But if you're not there, don't lie. 
Genesis chapter 11 is starting verse one. It says, now the whole world had one language and one common speech. As people moved eastward, they found a plain in Shinar and settled there. They said to each other, come, let us make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They used bricks instead of stone and tar for mortar. Then they said, come, let's build a city for ourselves with a tower that reaches to the heavens so that we may make a name for ourselves. Otherwise, we'll be scattered all over the face of the whole earth. But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower that the people were building. The Lord said, if as one people speak in the same language, they have begun to do this, then nothing they do will be impossible for them. Come, let us go down and confuse their language so they will not understand each other. So the Lord scattered them from there all over the earth and they stopped building the city. That is why it is called Babel because the Lord confused the language of the whole world. From there, the Lord scattered them over the face of the whole earth. So there's this time where we see that everyone is speaking the same language. That would have been pretty cool just to, you know, just to, you know, sometimes when you get your, your nails done and you wish you knew what they were saying right there, right? You'd actually be able to understand what they're saying. Sometimes when you're going to pick up some food and they're saying something in the back right there, you'd be able to understand exactly what they're saying right there. They're in the land of Shinar, which in Genesis 10, 10 is also known as Babylon. The whole root reason this group is getting together, they're, they're trying to build this tower, but it's in rebellion against God, right? God said in Genesis 9, 1, be fruitful and multiply and replenish, fill up the whole earth. God's plan was always horizontal, but people said, no, we're going to build vertically, we're going to do it our way. We're not going to do it the way God's telling us to right there. Verse 3 says they used bricks instead of stone and tar for mortar. They were building a tower that was strong and waterproof. The same method Noah used to build the ark. Now commentary reads the heart and the materials relevant to the Tower of Babel show that it was not only disobedient to God's, God's command to fill the earth, Genesis 9-1, but it also shows man did not believe God's promise to never flood the earth. A waterproof tower was made to protect man against a future flood. So the people here, they said, okay, we're going we're gonna to get our own little thing here, right? I know what God said. God wants us to build like this, but we're going to do our own thing here. You know, a lot of times when we're not fully trusting in God, we, we start doing things that, that, that go against his commands. Right? They didn't believe God. And here's the thing. You can't make God's name great if you don't fully trust him. You can't do what God is calling you to do if you're too busy doing something else. God's plan is always going to allow your talents, your gifts, your platform, your job to work along with what he wants you to accomplish. And if they're working against it, then that's not his plan for you. Verse four said, then they said, come, let us build a city, ourselves a city with a tower that reaches to the heavens so that we may make a name for ourselves. They said, let's make a name for ourselves. We can be that group that outsmarted God. If he wants to flood the earth again, we can just go to the top of the tower and say, aha, nice try, God. We outsmarted you. Everyone is going to know our name. Has that been your heart ever? Where you just wanted people to know your name? 
the, 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 the person's up there preaching. You're just wishing, just say my name. Just shut me out real quick. Just say something about me. You know, as an AMS ministry, we got to have deep convictions. It's not about making a name for myself. If God allows it, then he's trusting that I'm going to be able to handle that platform to use it properly. God shuts it down, shuts their whole little operation down, confuses the language. Can you imagine they're, they're, they're building this tower all of a sudden? He's, he's, he's saying, hey, can you pass me another brick? And then the other guy says, je ne comprends pas. Don't, I don't understand. God had to shut it down because when we're trying to build something, see, what are they doing here? They're trying to build something and they're working together to build something, but it's not what God desires. Where are you putting your efforts when it comes to the talents that God has given you? What are you building? Does God, does God green light what you're building? Would God feel good about what you're building with the talents he's given you? I Google, why do people want to be famous so bad? Five benefits of being famous. Special treatment wherever you go. Famous generally means richer. Recognized everywhere they go. Having fans, more opportunities. You hear this and it, it kind of sounds like maybe it's cool, right? But the thing is, we don't, we don't think about both sides of that. You don't think about getting mobbed, you know, as you, as you go, you know, uh, this same place, Anaheim Convention Center, they host a lot of big events here. I, I come here for VidCon and for some of the other events, and some of these celebrities and influencers, they come in here and they get mobbed to the point where the police, everybody has to just surround them, but people get crazy, right? I, I, I love another thing Jim Carrey said. He said, I think everyone should get rich and famous and do everything they've ever dreamed of so that they can see it's not the answer. What is your motives behind what you're doing? What is your mindset? What is your heart behind the talents that God has given you and how you've been using them? See, we got to lose this mindset that if, if I just take off, then, then people, if just people knew who I was, I'd be able to do more for the kingdom. If I was rich, I, if my acting would just take off, if, if my music would just take off, if my business, I'd be able to help them more. No, if you're not doing that right now, you're not going to do it then. If you're not taking care of the little that God has given you, why would he give you more? These men couldn't build God's tower because they were too busy building their own. What towers have you been building? You know, I look at uh, so many, you know, I, I know a lot of you just from social media. <laughs> I know you guys, you know, a lot of people come up, hey, what's up, Josiah? And, uh, hey, you know, and they're surprised when I know their name as well. <laughs> but I, 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 I don't fake it, right? I don't try to pretend like I don't know you. Like if, I know, if we're friends on Facebook and I know your name, I'm going to say your name, <laughs> right? But the thing is, I, I think I, as I'm looking on social media, God is missing. God is missing. As I look at a lot of, of, of AMSers and I'm looking at your pages, God is missing. We got more selfies than we have scriptures. We got, we got these, 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 this content we're putting out, but, but what is it really producing? 
Is it just to make your name great? You know, some people, you know, they just have the, the heart where it's like, man, you know, I just want, I want to perform. I just want to do this. But, but we got to have that. We got to have deep convictions that it's all for God's glory. I want you to really think about what you've been building. And has it been for God? Is God's kingdom growing through what you're going after? Sorry, I broke that thing. <laughs> Is God's kingdom being built up by what you've been investing into? By the talents that you've been using, is, is God's kingdom being built up? You know, I love something my, uh, my sister Chantel here says, God is not going to be an accomplice to your idolatry. God is not going to help you build something that's going to take you away from him. Why would God help your music get out there when the last thing you mention is God? If so, if I'm telling you, anytime I meet someone, it's God. I, I can't wait. You know, people, people constantly meet, hey, 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 I just want to, you know, get a, a second of your time here. Just, you got to hear my music. I, I want you to just, you know, can you check out my video? Can, video? can, I, can I show you this? No, when I meet someone, I say, hey, I want to tell you about the King of Kings. I want to tell you about who created you. If God is opening up that opportunity Everything has to be about building God's kingdom. Every video you create, every song you create, your heart should be, how can this help me build God's kingdom? You know, not every door that opens up is from God. You got to realize that not every door that opens up is from God. We look at Matthew 4 and we see as Jesus is looking over all the earth, he says, Satan says to him, all this can be yours. But in the small little writing at the bottom, it says, if you bow down to me. So you got to realize that this Satan wants to give you things that's going to distract you and eventually pull you away from God. Right? God, God is going to, to open up doors that's this going to allow you to continue to be close to him. We got to realize when we're, you know, we get excited sometimes because it's like, man, you know, I just booked this gig and it's, uh, it's 10 weeks. It's not in any of the cities where we have churches, but this is going to be awesome. I'll see you in 10 weeks. I don't think God opened that door. <laughs> I don't think God opened that door right there. Point number two, a spirit of creating for the king. This is what it's all about, guys. It's all about creating for God. Let's turn to Exodus 31. You guys still with me? You guys must have had a good lunch. It's a little bit quiet in here. Exodus 31, starting in verse 1. The Lord said to Moses, See, I have chosen Bezalel, son of Uri, the son of Hur, the tribe of Judah. And I have filled him with the spirit of God, with all wisdom and understanding, with knowledge, and with all kinds of skills to make artistic designs for work in gold, silver and bronze, to cut and set stones, to work in wood and to engage in all kinds of crafts. Moreover, I have appointed Aholiab, son of Ahashemach, as the, of the tribe of Dan to help him. I have... I've given him ability to all the skilled workers to make everything I've commanded you. 
the tent of meeting, the Ark of the Covenant law, the atonement cover on it, and all the furnishings of the tent, the table and its articles, the pure gold lampstand and its accessories, the altar of incense, the altar of burnt offering and all its utensils, the basin with its stand and also the woven uh, garments, both the sacred garments for Aaron the priest and the garments for his sons when they serve as priests and the anointing oil and fragrant incense for the holy place. They are to make them just as I commanded you. So let's break this down a little bit. You've got Bezalel and Aholiab here. They're these Israelites and they're instrumental in the, in the construction of the tabernacle or the tent of meeting. And after God rescued the Israelites out of slavery in Egypt, he instructed Moses to build a tent where his presence would reside with, uh, while the Israelites traveled without a homeland. We see that in Exodus 25. We see in verse 1 through 6 here, Bezalel and Aholiab were chosen to work on this project for the Lord. Now, I know for me, whenever I get picked for a project, I'm fired up right there. I had a chance to do some projects this year for Klondike, for uh, Oscar Mayer, for uh, Solitaire, for, um, for a bunch of different companies. And every single time, I'm fired up. This is amazing. But guys, imagine getting reached out to to work on a project with God. Imagine God saying, hey, I want to come in the studio with you and work on that track right there. Imagine God saying, hey, I actually got a few dance moves myself right there. Let's turn up for the kingdom's got talent tonight. Amen. Imagine God wanting to work with you. That's incredible. Here's the cool thing. God does want to work with you. Each and every one of you through the talents that he's given you. Amen. God, he specifically chose Moses and Aaron. He also specifically chose these craftsmen for this particular service here. Verse 3, it says he was filled with the Holy Spirit and was given the gifts of wisdom and skill so that he could build the tabernacle. Every talent we have, every skill we have, we've got it from God. Right? But the problem is nowadays, people don't want to honor him with those skills. They don't want to honor him with those talents. One of, the, one of the worst things I hate hearing is when someone wins an award and they have the audacity to go up and say, I want to thank my Lord and Savior for giving me the skills to dance in this Anaconda video. Lord didn't do that. Lord had nothing to do with that. We got to stop giving God glory for things he, did not, he didn't give us. He's like, don't put my name on that. Verse six, also I have given ability to all the skilled workers to make everything I have commanded you. This hasn't changed. God didn't give us these abilities, these skills, these talents just to do our own thing. Just to, to, to build up our own little platform. Sometimes people are reaching out to me and, and they're asking questions about how they can build their platform. But they don't mention anything about how they want God to get the glory through it. They don't mention anything about how, you know, how they can use that to get more Bible studies. This was given to them for everything God has commanded. Your talents have been given to you for everything God has commanded. 
What sign, what is a sign that you might not be using your talents or skills for God? When you're the only one who benefits from them. You're the only one. Look how many likes I got. Look how many views I got. Is that it? I don't care about that. If you, if you think you know me, I just wanna, I want you to understand this. I don't care about any of that. If it's not bringing God glory and it's not opening up doors for people to be saved, I don't care about it. That's truly my heart. Every single video I make and now me and my wife, we have joined forces on TikTok. Follow us, Josiah Loves Kristen on TikTok right there. Every time we make a video, we pray together because we want God to use it to open up doors for more souls. Every single video. We, had a, we made a video the other day and we forgot to pray before it. And I, and I said to Kristen, I said, oh my goodness, we forgot to pray before that video. The video didn't do that well. <laughs> I said, amen right there. Amen. I want the videos we pray over to be the ones that get out there. But the thing is, for me, it, it, it doesn't matter. Again, like all the, all the doors that God has opened up, I'm grateful for the opportunities they provide. But for me, I'm super grateful. One of my, one of my just, there's a video I created. Video uh, had maybe around a million views or something like that. But I asked at the end of the video, if you're interested in making my dad your dad, I want you to reach out to me. There was maybe 50,000 comments and, and, and people from all over the world who reached out and said, I want to get to know God as well. Amen. We had to, uh, we set up a, a MailChimp and we just had all of the churches around the world and as the people filled out the, the form on MailChimp, we were able to send them over to all these different places. And, and, and all of these Bible studies were set up. That's, that's my favorite memory with social media. That's what I'm striving for every time I create a video. Is God going to get the glory through what I'm creating right now? He's given us the skills for everything he's commanded. What has he commanded us? To make disciples. That's his command. That's it. If you were thinking AMS was this great big mystery, it's not. There's nothing different about any one of us. There is nothing different about us. Every single one of us has whatever God has given us. And it's to use that to make disciples. That's the AMS ministry in a nutshell. We see in verse 7 through 11, all these specific instructions about how to build this project. What do these specific instructions say about God? God is an artist. God loves things to be created. Michael Peterson said it in his prayer. In the beginning, God created. And verse 20 says, we were created in his image. God created creators to create. That is our purpose, to be like God and to create like God. God gave them skills and abilities to carry out the vision he had. That's the key right there, to carry out the visions he had. He wanted the tabernacle, the tent of meeting, the art of covenant, his dwelling place to be beautiful. 
I believe God had and has a special relationship with all creators. And I think we've got to realize, like I said, God still wants to work with us today. God still wants to work with you through everything that he's given you to see this world evangelized. But the question is, is that your heart? If that's not your heart for your talents, for your skills, for everything he's given you to be used for God's glory, don't be a part of the AMS ministry. We, we, that's not the heart here. You know, years ago, they used to call us AMS. And, and they were kind of right. <laughs> we were a little messy right there. But that's dead. Say that with me. That's dead. Creating for ourselves, that's dead. Making our name great, that's dead. It's all about God. Second Corinthians 5.20 says we are Christ's ambassadors. We, gotta, we, gotta, we, we can't take that lightly. We are Christ's ambassadors. Created to do what God has called us to do. Right? We represent God every time we use our talents. Every time you're going to perform, I want you to have in your mind, God, I want you to get the glory. Every time we're playing in a sports game, God, I want you to get the glory. Every time we're making music, God, I want you to get the glory. Every time you make a video, God, I want you to get the glory. God is very clear in his scriptures. This is a partnership. I've given you this so we can partner together. What does that partnership look like? Because when you're working with major brands and you don't follow the, 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 the rules of that brand, they don't want nothing to do with you, with you anymore. And there's extensive rules. And when I'm working with Oscar Mayer, all these different people, I'm like, golly, I got to make sure this and I can't wear this, can't have any logos, can't do this, can't do that. Like, if you don't abide by that, they don't want to work with you anymore. But the thing is, we can't try to work with God the way we want to work with God. We got to abide by God's rules, God's commands. This is a partnership. I'm here to make your name great. You know, as we close out here, I want to challenge us to make a decision today. Make a decision today that, that I am going to use everything I have. I'm going to do everything I can. If you've got talents, it's time to stop hiding them. It's time to stop hiding your talents. We got some singers who's not singing on stage. We got some dancers when we're trying to do these performances. They know they can dance, but they're not coming forward. We've got some talented people that are hiding. Stop hiding. Come out of hiding. I don't know if my brother Justin knew he was a model, but I met him the other day and I said, bro, you're going to be in this opening performance. You are a model. You are recruited. God, God, God is, is such an incredible God. And, and, and I, I want us to have the conviction, it's all about God's glory. I'm, I'm not going to hide anymore. I'm going to come forward with a heart of Romans 12, 1 and 2. God, I'm a living sacrifice. Use me how you want to use me so that you can get all the glory. To God be the glory. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs>